I always feel like it's going to be a good episode when I get to give one of my favorite quotes from one of my favorite movies. But before we get to that, hi, welcome to The Art of Growth. This is Jim Zartman, and today Joel Hubbard and I are continuing in our series on connection with the space between. I'm going to be leading a group coaching called The Art of Connection through March and April, which is all about improving the relationships with those around us. And so if you are interested in participating in that group coaching, you can go to theartofgrowth.org. Under the coaching section, there's group coaching, or there is a link to it in the show notes here. Group coaching is one of my favorite things that I get to do. I absolutely love it. And so spending time understanding how our type can show up in connection and and the skills that we can improve upon to have really healthy relationships with those around us and good community is a real passion of mine. And I'm so excited about this group. So you can check that out and all of our work at theartofgrowth.org. If you are new here, don't even know your Enneagram type, you can go there and take a free test. But for now, let's jump in with Joel and I talking about connection and the space between us. So we've been talking about connection and how to create connection and some ways that we make bids for connection and how to do that in a healthy way, which is really good. But there is something about evaluating uh, the relationships in our lives that we do need to take sometimes a sober look and Mm -hmm. ask questions about it. And I just had a really interesting conversation with my daughter yesterday about this, where I was trying to put this in language that she would understand Mm. because she's very much thinks more about like, what do they think of me then and moves towards them and it will adapt to them. And then she will kind of evaluate that. And I was trying to talk about this evaluation in a way that wasn't like, you know, moralizing and pathologizing some of the people that she's around. But I was also trying to contrast with when I've seen her where she's really excited before she sees that person. She has a great time with them. And then she is also happy after having been with them. Because sometimes she's excited to see them, but then the time between them isn't great. And then she's upset after, or Mm. there can be all of these different things. Because that's, I think that's a great internal thing for me. Something I've always evaluated is how do I feel after having been with that person? Mm -hmm. And so I was trying to use colors as the analogy. So like, when you were with this person, what color was that? Because it looked like there was a lot of joy and you guys were laughing a lot. And and then afterwards you were still happy and you were creative and like, what color? And she's like, well, that was like kind of yellow and orange and it was like joyful mm. and play. And I was like, so this other person who I knew, I was like, this was, I, I didn't like it. It, mm. it felt mm, to me. She's like, it was kind of red. Like it was, it felt kind of she didn't say intense, but it was like, that was like the way she was describing it. It's like, and there was some frustration and now I'm so-and-so and so-and-so said this and then she'll go off on her diatribe. But I, I liked trying to have a way that to, we can talk about this in a really basic way. But one of the things that I had sent in the original document is this quote that made me think about it, which has to do with this like concept that we create an energy between us. Mm-hmm. That when you're in relationship with someone, there's almost like, you could say a color or, but there's a quality of energy that is created between people. Mm -hmm. And then evaluating sometimes the quality 
of that relationship. And I think Rob Bell's book called The Zimzum of Love mm-hmm. is kind of along those lines. It takes that, uh, that concept and talks about that quality of the energy between. This quote is from one of my all-time favorite movies, and I actually love the entire trilogy called The Before Trilogy. But the first movie is called Before Sunrise. And, you know, it's just two characters that are connecting. The entire movie, actually all three movies, are them just walking around a city having a conversation and making biz for net connection. And one of the things that she says, she says, I believe if there's any kind of God, it wouldn't be in any of us, not you or me, but just in this little space in between. If there's any kind of magic in this world, it must be in the attempt of understanding someone sharing something. I know it's almost impossible to succeed, but who really cares? The answer must be in the attempt. Mm. And such a beautiful Mm -hmm. line. And it so sums up when we are watching screen or reading a book or hearing something where we go, oh, it feels good to even witness that connection. Mm -hmm. It's good to ask the question, what kind of energy was created? What was the energy between? Yeah, and this is before any any sort of evaluation of uh, the self or the other yeah. uh, is made, I think. You have to name, like, what, what was that experience like? There are some people that, you know, you'll find yourself naturally connecting to very easily. Mm. But then over a few years, there's something that shifts. Yeah. Um, and it's no longer that. And then every time you meet, it's like, oh, that doesn't feel good. I don't know what's happened there. We've had that experience before. Especially if, like we were talking about before, you bonded over a shared enemy. Sure. And then you no longer feel that way. And yeah. you've made peace with that. And they yeah. haven't. Yeah. I mean, it's all sorts of, of things that brought us together that even even if it was like a shared loss, you know, mm. something both of mm-hmm. you experienced. And that was the connection. But at, now there's, now you've moved past that. Um, I've met some people who were in, you know, recovery uh, and then they move through that and they want to do something more in the world. And um, yeah. they find themselves being no longer comfortable quite fitting in to the previous group that they were part of. Uh, and some of them will even say, you know, it's funny because I used to find tremendous support in that group. And now that I'm moving forward and wanting to do something with my life. I don't want to spend to as that. much time talking about that anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't, I don't need right. that as much. So I think that that is also just an evaluation of after after some time of doing relationship uh, with a group. It's like, how are things right now? You know, I evaluate myself sometimes too, because I'll walk away from a connection and be like, oof, that just didn't feel right. And then I'll reflect on it. It's like, oh, wait, I think I had a little too much agenda going into this. Mm. I can feel my So it wasn't even that about guess, them. No. It was like, I didn't like how I showed up. I didn't like situation. how I showed up. Yeah. 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 There are times where it's like, oh, I showed up decently, but the, but the other person didn't show up in a great place. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. might have, might have had a tough, you know, tough day as yeah. we all have. <laughs> so, yeah. like, so that didn't work quite well there. Mm-hmm. But I think you also look at the span of time. Like, you don't just evaluate on a single occasion. But it's like, oh yeah, I'm noticing that there's a shift, and that shift is not going away. Like, we're no longer quite lining up and uh, what do you do about that you know and I also think that there's 
qualities of connection, right? So we could talk about that because we touched a little bit on it, but the quality of connection, like what was the connection formed around? So if it's formed around a common villain, then the quality of connection may have started out being yellow, you know, orange. Like, ooh, that felt, I feel heard. I feel seen. I feel understood. I feel validated, you know? And there's like a positive energy. I have felt that coming away from... You felt a positive energy? Um, oh, yeah. Coming away from, uh, you know, we had this thing of like we both felt hurt because the the big boss had done something. And so we both are like, yeah, and we're just like talking about it. And I look back on that and it's like, yeah, but that wasn't yellow energy, you know. Right. But it felt like positive to me because I felt, I felt understood. I felt mm. like I wasn't alone in that, like someone else had that experience too. Yeah. And so I think that you look at the quality of connection and I think it's ever deepening, as we've said before, it's like, because connection isn't static. It's yeah. either deepening and getting richer or it's going in the other direction. Yeah. And the part that you don't control, of course, is the space between, as you know, you mm -hmm. just mentioned, there's you, there's them, there's the space between. We don't yes. control them. We can bring whatever we can to the space that's between us, but ultimately we don't control that. So it's back to like I can I can uh, control how I show up to the to some degree. Some days I can't, but I do my best to show up a, a way that aligns with my values of wanting connection with people. And there are days where that just doesn't happen, and then there are seasons where that isn't happening. And that's also part of the evaluation. Is this mm -hmm. just a bad day kind of situation? Or is this something yeah. that is shifting like we are no longer able to connect like we once did? And maybe the connection was over something that needed to change. And, you know, one is willing to change and the other one's not willing to change. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have to evaluate what you are looking for in that relationship. Yeah. Because certain relationships, exists really great in a particular function, mm -hmm. but they don't so much in another function. I heard this woman on a radio show, I can't remember which one, where she was saying that how she ruined her marriage is that before she got married, she had five friends and they all filled kind of different roles in her life, different purposes. They connected on very different things. And then when she got married, she took all of those roles and tried to superimpose them yeah. on her husband. Yeah. And it destroyed the relationship. Yeah. Because if you're going to evaluate accurately and, and evaluate well from a, from a mature place, there's an aspect where you have to ask yourself, well, what am I looking for from this relationship? As kids, we were just having fun. We were just, but now I'm trying to bring in this element or that element, and they're not really there for that. And so does that mean... We're not as connected now, but we can still have fun. Well, maybe that's the purpose of that relationship. Yeah. Maybe you connect on a particular interest. And so I think a lot of times if we want good connections, we have to respect the role that that connection I think has. That's absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah, the all or nothing, I think, is is uh that can be Oh, it's so that can really rob you of your yeah. of, of that. So no, I, I think it's that's really good to say that, uh, and that's the relationship I now have with some family members, some extended mm -hmm. family members. Yeah. Right. Whereas it's like before, it was like, well, we're not on the same page, so we can't really have this. Mm -hmm. And now we're saying, well, but we can have this kind of connection, so we do. Yeah, 
And uh, and then we're, you know, we feel, we feel the longing for more. We feel that mm-hmm. like, oh, I wish it could go there. I wish we could talk about this. Yeah. yeah. I, wish, I wish we could address this. I yeah. wish you were with me on this. Yeah. 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 I feel that. I feel yeah. that pinch. Um, I did at the holidays. You know, yep. it's like, okay, <laughs> that's where that's at. Yep. And that's okay. So yeah. can I be okay with that and not judge that as right. it should be something more? Yeah. Right, because it's it's some need I have that's driving this to be something else. Yeah. Or I need you to be something else. Yeah. So again, that's like the conditional connection yes, that we mentioned sure. in one of these yeah. episodes. This is something different. And can I respect this for the kind of connection it is? It doesn't mean that you're going to be, you know, the person I spend the most time with. Yeah. But that doesn't mean also that we aren't deeply connected. That, you know, you're a permanent part of my life. You know, yeah. your family, you're like a lifetime friend. You know, you're a permanent part of this life. And we may move in and out throughout the multiple years we know each other of agreeing or disagreeing or having more time or less or connected more, but it's still good. Yeah. It's not damaging to my life unless I'm trying to make it be something it's not designed to be. Yes. Yes. Boy, there's a, so much of that too in the uh, self awareness growth world is the judging that other people aren't as deep. (laughs) I'm so glad you brought this up because this is something that I've been like, we have to talk about this because (laughs) this is something that I see people doing really unfairly who are very much into self-awareness and self-growth is they actually start to become more isolated because they now need everyone in their life to like read what they're reading, listen to what they're listening to, be into what they're li- into, yeah. grow in the ways yeah. that they think are valuable to grow right now. And it's just like, well, this person, they won't do this this work that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I don't want to have connection with them. And then neither do these friends, neither this group. I pull away, pull away, pull away. And now it's like, I really want connection. But it's, I've created too much of a conditional environment. Yeah. Well, I think it's so dangerous to do too much of the introspection because you you can get to a place, as you're just saying, where you, you now are are incapable of connecting with people because you've been connecting with yourself so much. And that can be, you know, its own sort of like rewarding system. Like I've curated my world, you know, I've got everything that supports what I want to look at, what I want to think about, what I want to talk about. But like you said in the first episode, you don't have a true identity mm-hmm. apart right. from community. Right, right. Well, and that's what's funny about some of, some of these people. There was one um, some time ago who was a, a you know some guru on in in the world of the enneagram. And oh my gosh, this is at a, this was at one of these conferences, um, a big conference with the enneagram, and the individual says, you know, very sort of contemplatively. I don't really identify any longer with my type. I, uh, you know, I, I think I've transcended that. And then went on to talk and teach and everything. And I'm sitting there going, does anybody notice that the emperor has no clothes? Like, it is so obvious mm. that your type is coming through. I hear it. I see it. Mm-hmm. But if you live as a guru, you tend to not have super close relationships you have, mm. remember we talked about like- Lonely at the top. You either at the top, you're yeah. either, you know, and you're looking down and that's a sort of relationship, type of relationships you have. 
which those people will, will seldomly challenge you. They'll seldomly, and you're so protected, you're not really receiving from them. And you can appear very non-defensive and just be so cerebral and so like above everybody yeah. that it makes people feel like shit. Like they don't measure up. So they are always seeing you as the hero, as the sort of transcendent figure. Right. And I think that that is uh, part of the problem of— I don't like that color between people. Yeah. <laughs> that, that exchange of energy between. Yeah. That's not a good, that's not a good look. And again, I think you're, the person who's acting as guru is robbing themselves of connection. It's really mm -hmm. not good for them. Mm -hmm. you know? And they live in this world of like, I think I know who I am now. I have a stronger sense of identity and say, well, you partially do, but how many people you and I have talked to who say, oh, I know how I show up in the world, or this is how I am, and we don't experience them that way, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's what's said of me. Like, that's not how we experience you. So I think it is important to, like, okay, evaluate, look at how you're showing up in the world and, you know, how others are showing up. But uh, anyways, yeah, we went down a little rabbit trail here, but... No, but it's not. It's, it's a, definitely <laughs> a part of the evaluation process when we're talking about evaluating. Yes, you're evaluating the, the energy between. That is an aspect of it. But there has to be with that the awareness of how are you contributing to that space? Mm -hmm. And are you getting to a point where it has to look a certain way or we can't really be connected because yeah, yeah. it's now yeah, right, because that's right. like it's only on my terms yeah and none of us ever want to be in a relationship where connection is only on the other person's terms and you're just adapting to everything that they they think and want and say yeah that's not healthy either you're not going to feel good walking away from that experience and right. so yeah you're going to naturally pull away from that person one of the things we're attracted to is vulnerability, which requires humility, which requires not like I know all and I've got all the answers and I'm doing the right things. And if you were in a good place, you would be in a good place if you were just doing what I think and said. Yeah. Like we don't all walk the same journey. We're not being curious in that space like we were talking about. We're not with in that space. Yeah. So there's a point in which like, am I isolating with good intention trying to do all this like great internal work? But is the fruit of it actually greater connection and community? Or am I standing more and more on the outside? I think fruit is so important. It's you measure everything by, by that. Like what, mm -hmm. what is the fruit of my behavior? Is it producing? Yeah. Is it, that was a, a moment, pivotal moment for me when the question was, how, how are your relationships? Besides, like, I was so convinced I was right. 2015, 16, I remember vividly those years, 14, 15, 16, where I was starting into going into burnout because of the way I'd been living and having that question posed. You can think you're right. You can think you're, you've got all the answers. You're self-aware. You, you've got all that. But what is the quality of your connections? Mm -hmm. And I started looking at them and I thought, oh, boy. It was really not something I wanted to look at to actually evaluate. Because sure, I had friends, but did I have real connections? Did I have that deeper connection? And I didn't. Not really. And I lost a, a, you know, quite a few of them. And so I think the fruit question is really important. What's the fruit? Yeah. 
But it's also important, like, what's the fruit of the connection you currently have so that you can ask yourself the better questions? Not like they're the problem or I'm the problem, but a more nuanced answer. Like, can we look at this with open eyes to see, yeah, that's interesting. We formed our relationship around a whole lot of negativity. Mm. And and now that's shifting, you know. Or, oh, interesting. I've always been the giver. They've always been the taker. And now I'm realizing, like, I need to be taking care of my needs, you yeah, know, and not yeah. putting that off to someone else. I've got to... I've got to do my, you know, the, the thing that's mine to do. And so they start to grow and they start to shift. Well, what happens to the dynamic of that connection? Well, that's going to have to shift and change. So there's all sorts of things that we start to evaluate within the context of of connection with people that isn't as simple as they're the problem or I'm the problem. Right. But it's it can be a combination of a few things, including the the very nature, the context of the connection to begin with, like we said. Mm. You know, what was the nature? What was the cause? What was the mm. start to that connection? And uh, I think it's growth is is part of what's going to shift some things. Mm. But if you're growing too inwardly and not connected with other people, I think that's a good thing to look at too. In what sense am I growing in connection with people, not away from people? So I think it's, it's very important to look at the fruit of of our lives to see, you know, what's happening there on that front. Yeah, the picture that just came to mind as you were saying that is real growth is not the tree just having deep roots. It's can it be part of an integrated root system with other trees? That's right. You know, that yeah. because one that has really deep roots, it can get to certain nutrients, but we know that the networks of branches that they actually share resources. And if mm-hmm. one of them gets sick, they will like do things to help heal each other in the, within the connected root system. So if you're really wanting to grow, it's not just in the depth of the individual self, but it's mm-hmm. also in that the interconnected relationships around you. Yeah. So the space between, that's the theme of this shorter episode, but I think it's a really good thing to kind of pause and evaluate what is the energy that is created when we're together yeah and how did i show up in that space yeah. and evaluate that how did i feel before during and after yeah that kind of interaction in that space am i proud of who i was and how i showed up and regardless you know what can i learn from this yeah and I want to make sure that I continue to try and reach out and establish connections. My my hope, genuine hope for all of us is that we grow in connections, you know, so we move away from the current problem that we're facing, we're all facing, which is loneliness. Mm. And so the fruit of whatever we're doing collectively um, is not really working very well uh, for connection. It's working well in maybe some other ways, but not for for what we really need as humans. So because of that, we have to evaluate things. Mm. Like, what are we doing that's that's not helping towards that? And all kinds of other issues like addictions, I think many of those things are as a result of us not knowing how to do connection or not getting what we need through connection. Uh, and our hearts want, th- want that. So we look at the fruit of our lives. We look at the fruit of what's happening in this country. And I think then we say, what do we need to do differently? And I think in this regard, connection 
we're going to have to lean into it, be more intentional about it so we can really thrive as a human species and uh, as a society. So thank you so much for listening. Through this series, we've been posting a lot more videos on Instagram, going deeper into some of these concepts. And you can follow that at just Art of Growth on Instagram. There is a link in the show notes. And if you're interested in group coaching, please go to our website and check out joining us on Thursday nights in March and April for that. But for now, my friends, may you evaluate the space between the energy that is created between you and another person and ask questions about how to improve it, what skills need to be developed to create a better energetic flow there that is serving the relationship, that is serving the individuals. Because when we are at our best, these relationships, these connections are part of our healing. Others are participants in our healing process. So may we be intentional about being part of that process for ourselves and those around us. Grace and growth, my friends.